Welcome to the podcast series AfriCast. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Jamie, Marius and Patrick. And we are students of the Technical University of Munich with different study backgrounds. Africa is an emerging continent. In particular, Ghana is one of the fastest growing economies worldwide. We would like to raise awareness for the academic environment in Ghana. But why do we focus only on Ghana? Last year, the Technical University of Munich established a scientific collaboration with different universities in Ghana. We have the impression that there's a lot of potential for more people to learn about this. So we hope that this podcast sparks your personal interest and that you share it with your friends and family if you liked it. And now, enjoy. So, hi, Frank. Thank you Hi, for Marius. joining us on our podcast series, AfriCast. It's great to have you as a guest today. <laughs> You're welcome. So to start off, I would be interested in your study background. So how did you actually come here? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, my name is Frank Echampo and I grew up in Kumasi in the Ashanti region of Ghana. But I had my bachelor education at the University of Cape Coast. Mm -hmm. in so at UCC? Yeah, UCC. I see. In industrial chemistry. Mm -hmm. And uh, after my bachelor, I worked at Coca-Cola for three years. And then I started my first master degree at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Cape Coast. KNUST. Yeah, KNUST. In environmental resource management. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but later I realized that to be at the cutting edge of modern technology, And current trend, you need to also maybe study in Germany, uh, Europe, or America. So I decided to uh, apply for a school in Germany. But what actually triggered this, uh, what really motivated this was uh, the fact that I had an opportunity to do an internship in Germany. In, oh, wow. At which company was it? Uh, it was at HSWT. Mm -hmm. The other school close to Technical University of Munich. Okay. Yeah, so... And how was your internship experience like? Yeah, Did it you was, enjoy it? Yeah, 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 I really enjoyed it because it was practical and I never had such an internship before that. So it was a very nice experience and in a foreign country. <laughs> so you liked it that much that you wanted to return to Germany? <laughs> yes, so I discovered this... Uh, Uh, sustainable resource management, which is very similar to what I did in Ghana. Okay. But the so difference was this one was very practical and you have the opportunity to specialize in one area. And so, uh, for instance, uh, I'm specializing now in renewable resources and waste management. But in Ghana, it's kind of general and very theoretical. Mm -hmm. So here at UM, you have a more detailed and practical yes, approach. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So currently I'm, I'm studying sustainable resource management and in the fourth semester and I'm writing my master thesis uh, okay. with the Fraunhofer Institute at so, Sussbach Rosenberg. Mm -hmm. So you're focusing on waste management, right? Yes, waste management. Uh, my thesis is on uh, e-waste, actually. So electronic waste? Electronic waste, yeah. I see. And do you study electronic waste management in general or with regards to Ghana or... Uh, yeah, I, I think electronic waste is a, a global problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, the Fraunhofer Institute they've developed or discovered this uh, technology and they want to take it to Africa because that's why there is a lot of e-waste. 
Yeah. So they want to take it there and uh, I, I don't know, but uh, for some reasons I happened to find an internship with Frankfurt Institute and uh, they told me, okay, if I'm interested, I can also write my master thesis on this e-waste and I can also be on that project to bring the technology to Ghana. So I said it's interesting and I really wanted to be an expert in future in this waste management field. So I decided to join them. Yeah, that's excellent. So to get the listeners a good idea about the current situation, mm -hmm. uh, what's it like currently in Ghana? How is electronic waste managed? How is it recycled? And yeah, what's the situation like? Uh, so I will start from the origination of the e-waste problem in Ghana. So this uh, problem started when the government uh, decided that he wants to transform Ghana into information-rich, knowledge-based and technology-driven income economy. Mm -hmm. And per uh, this idea, the government uh, initiated a policy called the ICT for Accelerated Development Policy. Mm -hmm. And per this policy, the tax on importation of uh, electronic equipment, especially computers, I IT and telecommunication equipment, the tax on them were scrapped. So they were removed. So, so a lot of people were importing electronic equipment, especially used electro electronic equipment to Ghana. So basically the government set up a plan or a strategy which made import of electronic devices much cheaper. Yes. And and because they were sporting uh, most used electronic equipment, it was it's very cheap actually in Ghana to buy the used ones than to go for the original ones. So people were uh, importing a lot of uh, electronic equipment. But the problem with the importation is uh, 70% of the total import, they are in a good working condition. 20% uh, has to go through the uh, refurbishes or repairs before they can be used. And 10% is totally, non they are totally non-functional. That means you cannot use them. So they go straight to the scrapyard or they are dumped at the landfill site. Yeah, that's the problem with the importation because they, they were not uh, regulating the import at the okay. port. Yeah. So that's basically the origin of Yes, the and problem. as a result of this uh, policy, there was an increase in importation of used computers from 1.3 million kilograms in uh, 2004 to 10.3 million in 2011. Wow. Yes. So basically by a factor of eight or ten. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, also the government in between 2010 and 2011, the government decided to uh, distribute laptops across uh, Ghana for high school students. And he distributed 60,000 laptops to high school students in Ghana. Uh, and I think around 2000, 1999 there, that's when uh, mobile phone subscription became common in Ghana. So in 2000, there were 90,000, about 90,000 uh, mobile phone subscriptions, but it rose to 15 million in 2009. Wow. So all in all, we have a vast increase in yes. electronic yes. And, usage and, and devices. Basically, most, about, uh, most of these imports were used equipment. So they had 
shorter lifespan and the e-waste was in, in increasing gradually yeah yeah so i think so that was the origination of the problem and <clears throat> but so if you if what's happening with the devices if they are used for a couple of years or 10 years then they most people want to get rid of them because they cannot use them anymore yes so, uh, so what so, is happening then yeah so in ghana for instance in germany people buy brand new electronic equipment but in ghana we buy the used equipment so they have like shorter lifespan so if for instance the phone is supposed to have 10 years lifespan because it is used maybe you can use it for maximum five years in ghana and uh, it has to go to the uh, e-waste recyclers or you have to dump it somewhere but in ghana the e-waste management is uh, dominated with the informal sector and what the informal sector do is they go from house to house to buy the e-waste others also go from landfills or dump site to collect these e-waste that have been uh, deposited with other solid waste the municipal waste so they are able to collect uh, 90 they achieve actually achieve 95 percent collection rate wow that's which a is lot. yes <laughs> Even in the whole world, Europe, Europe is, uh, they are able to achieve a collection rate of around 44%. Uh, that is Sweden also. In Germany, it's around 40%. US also. But in Ghana, the informal sector is able to uh, collect around 95% of e-waste from household, from landfills, from downside. Yeah. So it's a very good uh, effort. But the problem is the recycling. They recycle in a crude way. For instance, uh, they burn cables to harvest. Uh, they burn cables to harvest iron. And when you burn a, a cable openly, it releases gases, for instance, dioxins and fluorines, which are dangerous to human health and the environment. They also recycle uh, fridge. And fridge, when you don't recycle it in a special way, you have to, in the special way, I mean, you have to degas it. But these people, they don't have the degassing machine. So what they do is they use hammers and other stuff to do the recycling. And as a result, they release the uh, CFC, which is it's called chlorofluorocarbons, to the atmosphere, which pollutes the ozone. Okay, so basically, the informal sector occupies a lot of people so it also does a lot of good for uh, the economy of ghana right and they collect a lot of the waste but the yep. problem more or less lies in the recycling process yes, right? yes that's the problem because the former sector uh, cannot really compete with the informal sector because they don't have the capacity to go from house to house to buy the e-waste which the informal sector is doing and what where they they even get their e-waste from private companies who undertake corporate social responsibility. So in uh, 2009, they were able to just uh, recycle 30 tons of e-waste. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the whole of e-waste generated in 2009, the 30%, uh, 30 tons went for the former sector. But the informal sector was able to recycle 100, around 170 tons. And th this is another problem. Out of the 170 tons, 
they were able to recover only 72,000 tons pure fraction and then 90 about 99,000 tons <laughs> were sent to the landfill site mm -hmm. which uh, they later burn to reduce the volume and after burning when it rains the the rain washes the ash to uh, running waters and they can pollute the soil the water with heavy metals so yes. does it affect ultimately your health yes it's a pollution quality of water yes wow so the e-waste problem is a very like multi-dimensional problem yeah so i think the, go the government of ghana has realized the problem right so it's no secret um, what did they do or how do they want to solve the problem? Are there any approaches yet? Yeah, uh, I think the government is now aware of the situation and they are uh, conducting a lot of research and actually creating the atmosphere for investors to uh, invest in the e-waste sector. And recently, in 2016, they passed the hazardous and electronic waste management and control bill and in this bill it says uh importers are supposed to take back the the electronic equipment when they reach their end of life so when consumers use the electronic equipment and they feel like okay it's time to discard them they need to take it back to the importers or the distributors and these distributors pay the management bill they are also required to recycle them in an environmentally friendly manner. So that is in the bill, which is very good. And uh, also the bill uh, requires that all these importers or manufacturers, though we don't have manufacturers in Ghana, if we have there are just few of them, but I think most of the th items, are, everything is imported from so, Europe or America. Yeah, so and if you say that a lot of devices are important, it becomes waste management becomes a very international problem. Yes. So, yeah. is the government of Ghana cooperating with other countries or other governments uh, to solve their recycling problem? Yeah, I think uh, there's this company from Germany, GIZ. GIZ, uh, I don't know, maybe you know the <laughs> full, yeah, full meaning the of the German Society for International Cooperation. Yes. It? Yeah, sure. They are already into uh, waste management and. Uh, sustainability projects in Ghana and so yeah. do they finance them or do they give advice yeah, uh, or what's their recently role? There, there was uh, there was this initiative by the uh, between the Ministry of Environment Science and Science Technology and Innovation in Ghana and the Ministry of Economic Cooperation and Development in Germany and they are financing a project where they want to uh, buy e-waste from the informal sector so what they want to do is they they don't just want to drive the informal sector away because about 20,000 people are involved in this business and about 100,000 uh, to 200,000 people are dependent on these 20,000 people for daily bread so they cannot just drive them away but what they, they what they want to do is they want to integrate them in the system where they will go from house to house as they are doing already to collect e-waste and then bring it to a particular place. They call it the handover center. Handover center. Okay. Yes. So where, what they will do is when they collect enough at the handover center, 
they will tender it to the former recyclers to recycle them in a friendly, environmentally friendly manner. Yeah, so I think the German government, uh, Ministry of uh, Economic Cooperation and Development, they are sponsoring this project. And GIZ is very, uh, it's involved in this project. They are conducting the research, the feasibility study and all the other stuff I to see. make this project work. It's very interesting that Germany is actually involved yeah, in that Germany. process. <laughs> so they basically don't want to like erase the process or cancel the way. They just want to change the process yes, to they, they, establish a better recycling process, mm -hmm, right? Yeah, yeah okay. because because of the uh, has, has, hazardous nature of the e-waste, because yeah, some of the waste contains mercury, arsenic, lead, which is very harmful to humans when you inhale it or come in contact with it. So they want to uh, find a way to make it uh, in a sound manner. And what do you personally think of that idea? Do you support it? Yeah, I think it's a very good idea because uh, one, it's going to create employment employment for the informal sector and the formal sector as well. And it's going to uh, officially put money in the Ghana economy. And also, we are also going to uh, get recover, we will be able to recover the precious metals from e-waste because as in as much as e-waste contains the hazardous uh, substances or components like mercury and other things, it also contains precious metals like gold, silver, iron, aluminum, oh, wow. and, okay. yeah, palladium and some other scarce metals which are very expensive. So it's a very good idea if they continue with this project and the impact on the informal sector will also reduce. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So let's see how it's going to evolve, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So thank you very much, Frank, for your information you shared with us today. You are welcome. <laughs>